You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Aussie Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game. Please download, rate, subscribe. It is much appreciated between I, Evan Giddings, and he, Mark Grandy. Okay, so this is the way that that I perceive really any news that comes out of this situation as far as quarterbacks in San Francisco are concerned. Unless it is a successful surgery, it is not good news. Like, okay, so the surgery is delayed. That's bad news. If the surgery goes wrong, that's bad news. If we have to get it reevaluated, that's bad news. If the timeline moves, that's bad news. The only good news that we can hear from anything about this is that Brock Purdy has undergone successful UCL repair surgery (laughs) with an internal brace, according to insert analyst on television. That is the only, I guess, good news that I can hear. So when, when people you know, are, are throwing out the, the labels of this is bad. This is, you know, not good. This is, this is unfair. This is unfortunate. I hear all of that. I, I understand what you're saying, Mark, but again, the only way that we're going to get what we want is if he goes under the knife and Meister comes out of it and says, job well done, boys, throw the spandex or throw the, you know, the latex gloves to the side and let's get out of the way and let this dude get to his recovery. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, there's, there are levels to I don't know the the how how much how unfortunate you know a situation is clearly uh, and the only way around a torn UCL or any injury that that includes a torn ligament generally is surgery and that's the thing that kicks off your rehab so I'm totally with you I mean everything besides and everything before a successful surgery tweet from Adam Schefter. Or for me in Rappaport, or as you said, anyone on television, anything before or beyond that it does not qualify as good news because you need that. You need the successful surgery before you can kick off anything else. So I'm with you. I just would caution 49er fans, and I feel like I've been saying this for a while. Uh, I would I would caution 49er fans to just assume that this is going to be a straightforward process. It already has proven to not be. Uh, and if the pass is any indicator of what might happen in the future for the 49ers quarterbacks, this is going to have a couple more twists and twists and turns before it's finally over. All I'm saying is caution yourself, 49er fans, because even if he gets a successful surgery in March, early March, say it happens March 5th or in May, I, I threw out earlier. Even if that happens, it does not guarantee that he'll be ready for week one. I temper expectations because things can still go bad even after a successful surgery. I'm I'm just trying to caution everyone and keep their expectations at a manageable level because this is a major injury on a young quarterback's throwing arm. We don't know how he's going to bounce back from it. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you there. But then the question becomes, because again, if, if the timeline is moved back two weeks, three weeks, I think anything less than a month at this point, and even more. Okay, so if you were comfortable with starting Brock Purdy coming off of his six-month expectation close to opening day, close to week one, do you feel just as comfortable throwing him into the fire if it's week two or week three? Because that's still pretty early in the season. I think that's the next step of this is, well, if the timeline changes, doesn't that just mean the same thing, which is Brock Purdy just gets reinserted once the once he's ready and all set to go? I guess maybe that depends whoever is starting at quarterback, most likely Trey Lance. How would he have looked in week one or, or week two up to when Brock Purdy is ready to take over? If, say, the Niners are one and one and Trey Lance is thrown for one touchdown and three interceptions and it has not been good and it's been the greatness of Christian McCaffrey that got them one win. Say that's the situation. Uh, then probably you might see the 49ers not rush, but uh, put on a little bit more, uh, I don't know, put a little more effort into getting Brock Purdy ready as quick as possible. But say the Niners are 2-0, and they're cruising, they've won both their games by double digits, and Trey Lance has thrown for five touchdowns in, in two games, only turned the ball over once. Hell, they're going to they're gonna take their time with Brock Purdy, and, and maybe Trey Lance never even gives that spot up. So I understand what you're saying, kind of almost regardless of, of when Brock Purdy returns, there's going to be a gigantic sense of urgency. Uh, Lance can kind of control that a little bit with how he plays. Uh, and, and to your point, just because the season has started doesn't mean that that urgency is gone. In fact, as with every passing week, that urgency should increase because you have less of a season left, you know, with your starting quarterback, Brock Purdy, the guy who we all agree, who it seems Kyle Shanahan agrees, is going to be his starting quarterback, all else equal. So I understand your point. Uh, the The finish line isn't just the start of the regular season. It's if he's not ready by the, the regular season, it is every week after that as well. And that, of course, all depends on Trey Lance. And that is where this conversation moves to, which is he is right now QB1 for the San Francisco 49ers. And Trey Lance has a chance finally, with a full offseason, because again, he did not have one his draft year due to COVID. He did not have one in the majority of, of his rookie season. He was sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Heading into that offseason, didn't have much of a chance because of, of everything swirling in the quarterback room and injuries. And now Trey Lance finally has an opportunity with no one else to try and beat him out at this point. What does he do? And that's why, honestly, I feel comfortable because like, I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be a great quarterback. I don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be a great quarterback. To me, they are in, on an even playing field, whether it be due to injury, experience, otherwise. And if you're Kyle Shanahan, the one thing that he has shown is that he can make the best out of a bad, well, relatively injured quarterback room. We've seen yeah. it each of the past two years. And so I feel like, Wherever 49ers fans are at with Trey uh, or, or at with Brock, give the benefit of the doubt to both. And so whoever Kyle Shanahan so chooses to be the quarterback, and we'll find out throughout this summer, that is who you should ride with. Because the 49ers, I believe, can win with a lot of people under center if the rest of that roster is healthy. One of the reasons they couldn't do it in 2020 is because literally everyone, including the quarterback, went down. <laughs> 
So outside of that season, which I kind of toss away, uh, Kyle Shanahan has got this thing rolling like a machine. And so if Trey Lance is the starting quarterback, I will have the utmost confidence that the 49ers can win games and not just because of the division, not just because of the conference, but because of what he has shown Kyle Shanahan has to be able to produce at the quarterback position. That's why I, I, I think it's going to be very, very tough no matter when Brock Purdy comes back to usurp whoever's the starting quarterback because I imagine them being able to win football games with whoever's under center. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it, how often you, you hear the the phrase sometimes? Um, you know, you you should never lose your job, especially in the NFL. You should never lose your job, your starting job, because of an injury. Uh, that's a farce. That happens all the time. I you mean, ever heard of Wally Pip, Mark? Uh, I know the name. I I don't really know much about him though. Uh, he's the guy who Lou Gehrig took the took the first ah. base job from. Yeah, yeah. So never to be heard exactly. From again. You've never heard of Wally Pip. Exactly. Uh, to, to localize it a little bit more, I mean, it was the same thing that happened with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Alex Smith went down with a concussion late in the game. Kaepernick took over. Smith wasn't ready to go the following week. Kaepernick took off and and took over the league for about a season and, and helped the Niners get all the way to a Super Bowl. And Smith never started for the 49ers again. These things kind of ha- happen sometimes. Um, from Trey Lance's perspective, I want to ask you this question because you, you were talking about all of the off seasons for Trey Lance. This is Trey Lance's third off season, his rookie off season after being drafted, where he was the second string, undoubtedly behind Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, last off season, uh, a year ago now, a calendar year ago, when he was the presumed starter, but there was all this awkward drama about Jimmy Garoppolo, who was still technically a 49er, but was throwing off to the side after he was rehabbing his shoulder injury. And then there's this offseason where Trey Lance is not the presumed starter, but is going to be taking all the first-team reps, essentially all offseason. So I ask you, Evan, put yourself in Trey Lance's shoes. Which offseason do you enjoy the most? The one where you were the backup as a rookie, the one where you were the starter, but had all this drama where your starting quarterback, the guy who you were playing behind the previous season, was technically still on the team, but not really. Or this offseason where you're not the starter, you have to prove yourself, and you're given every every opportunity to prove yourself. Prisoner of the moment, I'd probably choose this one, just because yeah. you have the most experience. Um, you know, if you're if you're Trey Lance, I mean. The obvious answer is probably just his his first year because you're the number three <laughs> overall pick and you're getting a huge signing bonus and you're being drafted to a storied franchise and you're getting a chance to learn from a guy that's been to the Super Bowl and you're just bright eyed and bushy tailed and happy to be there. That's a great offseason. And you didn't have a chance really to be in person a whole lot. So you probably didn't have to work as hard. Everything was behind <laughs> closed doors. That's just me. But no, no, no. All, all that aside, I, I do think it is this offseason because I, I think it's the cleanest slate that he's had thus far. And he's the cleanest slate with, I will say, the best preparation. And, and who knows? That could also be true the next offseason or the one after that. But he is the most prepared to grab potentially the starting job 
by the reins this offseason more than the previous two, in my opinion. His first one, obviously, because he's behind Jimmy Garoppolo. His second one, because he's he clearly, uh, according to what Kyle Shanahan called for him, was not ready to be that you know pocket-passing quarterback that was advertised to us when he was drafted. This year, I do think that Trey Lance has the opportunity with nobody behind him right now, assuming the 49ers don't sign anyone, to make the next step and hopefully prove all the doubters wrong. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I would choose this offseason, and I'm trying to put myself in Trey Lance's shoes, Evan. We spent uh, some time a couple of weeks ago talking about his mindset and every media appearance he makes. He he says the right things. I know he was on uh, leading up to the Super Bowl with, I think it was Rich Eisen on the Rich Eisen show, and he... Uh, essentially said, all I want this offseason is a chance to compete. And you kind of get the sense that Trey Lance relishes these kinds of opportunities. Obviously, you'd love to be, you know, the undoubted starter. And and you've already had a great first two years. That's not not possible for Trey Lance, given everything that's happened. You'd love to have that, but, but you don't have that. You get the sense that he's the kind of guy who just wants that chance and is happy with that chance. And if he doesn't do enough to you know, win the starting job, then he's okay with that. And, you know, he can live with that. But you do get that sense that he enjoys just the competitive side of this game. And who knows what happens if if he takes advantage. And, and maybe this is the turning point of his career. So I'm with you. I think I would choose this offseason, despite the fact that it is weird and a strange one. And I guess the larger point of that question overall, Evan, is – it's been a weird first three seasons. This is entering his third season. It has been a extremely difficult and tough situation for Trey Lance. You put any of the rookie quarterbacks, you know, from his draft class or any from the, the last draft class in this situation. Sure. When they're on the field, probably somewhat successful because of Kyle Shanahan and because of the talent around the quarterback position with the 49ers. But everything that the quarterback room has had to deal with during the Trey Lance era, since the draft in 2021 to now, everything that that position group has had to deal with, Trey Lance included, has not been easy. So I think he deserves a little bit of credit for for just sticking with it. And I, I know maybe I'm, I'm handing out participation awards here, participation trophies, but just sticking with it and continuing to to work and to say and do the right things. I think he deserves a bit of credit for that because I think we at sometimes underestimate or don't talk enough about just how weird this situation is. We talk about it from the outside, but how that can affect a player, his mentality, his play, all of that. So I do think Trey Lance is a little bit of credit for at the very least, just sticking with it and, and waiting for his next opportunity. Yeah, I think there's I think that can be said for a lot of players. Look, it, some say in, in sports, half the battle is situation. I mean, there's a lot of players that are created talent wise equal. Uh, just where you get drafted, when you get drafted, if there's a spot for you, if there's a coach that can coax the, you know, can can teach you the right things that can extract all of that talent the right way and at the right time and yeah, it's it, unfortunately that that's how it goes, and that's I think that's pretty common for most industries. You know, time and place. You know, when when luck meets preparation, that's opportunity. Like that, that's how it goes. And so, 
I, I think Trey Lance is maybe a victim of that a little bit, but I also feel comfortable saying this. If Trey Lance gets the opportunity to start this year, by the end of this season, assuming health, I don't think it's crazy to think that Trey Lance can become the second best quarterback in his draft class. And, and, and maybe that's an indictment on the class, but everyone outside of Trevor Lawrence has not wowed me to the point where I would want them to be my franchise quarterback automatically for the next 10 years. Trevor Lawrence, I do. Justin Fields might be the second closest. Zach Wilson's on his way out, potentially the league. Uh, Mac Jones has regressed wholly, and maybe Patriots getting the new offense coordinator will help. Uh, Davis Mills probably going to get usurped by whoever the Texans draft this year. And Trey Lance has a chance to be that dude in San Francisco if he gets the chance to start and not give up the starting job. So I, I know he hasn't shown it to this point, hasn't had much of a chance to, but I I, I don't think he'd be he, like he can't do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about this the last couple of weeks. This is the offseason for him you to prove himself. And who knows, maybe he maybe Brock Purdy's recovery goes fine and he does not get a chance to start week one. And Brock Purdy looks good enough and he never, you know, gives that job away. That might be the end of the Trey Lance era for the 49ers. This is his last this very well could be his last chance as a 49er to make a name for himself in this town. If he doesn't, uh, he, he could still be a good NFL player and have a good NFL career. But if he doesn't take advantage this offseason, there's a very real chance that his next opportunity does not come in the red and gold. 